Hello, I'm Julie. Hi, I'm Matt, and you're listening to American Polly. In this podcast, we will discuss intimate topics that highlight ethically non-monogamous lifestyles. We're your hosts, and we're so excited you're joining us on this adventure. Our podcast covers sexually explicit material and is meant for mature audiences only. So please, if you're a minor, navigate to a more appropriate podcast. Neither of us are licensed professionals, just average Joes, and our opinions should be taken as such. If you find our podcast interesting, please like and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, or visit our website at American-Polly.com, where you can check out our blog, ask questions, leave comments, or view our merchandise. Now please, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, I'm Julie. Hi, I'm Matt, and welcome to American Polly. Tonight's episode is called Random Reddit Night. We are going to answer questions as we see them, as we scroll through. We might answer your question. We might answer your neighbor's question. Or we might just find something that strikes our interest and we're going to be like, hey, we're going to talk about this. Yeah. So this is definitely potluck polyamory, people. Potluck poly. Right? I like it. I like it. What do you bring into the table, Matt? Well, I am going to bring... Is it dessert? Is it chocolate? It is. It could be. It I like could, chocolate. Could be chocolate. Mm. We could, know my I thing. I did bring you chocolate. some cookies yesterday. You did, and Matt made amazing cookies. He actually made cookies. People baked them on a pan in the oven, homemade cookies, and brought them to me. That is the kind of man in my life, and it's it's amazing. I mean, and it was chocolate chip too. Okay, so this is actually a relatively new post to Reddit. Mm, yeah. Okay. So we're diving in. We're going to dive right we're in. We're diving right in. Okay, yeah. we're, we're diving in. We're going to skip the cookie conversation and dive right into the questions. Cookies are life, Matt. Not all the time. <laughs> so this question is related to performance anxieties. Ooh, that's a big one. So solutions beyond the typical suggestions. Mm. Um. The typical suggestions being whiskey dick is a thing. Don't drink too much. Yeah, it certainly is a thing. It is a thing. So really quickly, so give a background on this. And this has got quite a few responses already, but we thought we'd give our two cents on some of these questions tonight because everybody kind of deals with different things and different scenarios. Well, and I think the big thing about this is, is people always think performance anxiety is masculine. But there's feminine performance anxiety. There have been times when I couldn't get in it. I couldn't get my head in the game. Yeah. And I think that's important to say because everyone always assumes that it's just men. Well, I mean. It's just no more noticeable for you guys. Sure. So, yeah. you know. Well, I, okay. So this, the, this, so a little bit of background here. Evidently, these, these, this couple has gone to a club and they've never played outside of, this is their first time delving into the lifestyle on two occasions they've been at a club and they're trying to to play with another couple now i know once that we were at a at an off-site event 
and we were this was the first time for you and I actually mm-hmm. being at this location mm-hmm. and you looked at me and like hey you want to play and I'm like no absolutely oh not. I remember this we, as I a matter of fact I think I was all curled up on your lap unbuttoning your shirt and you're like if you think shit's happening in here <laughs> yeah that just wasn't oh me. poor baby so I would say that it's really hard to make your first experience at a club. Yeah, I, I would mean, say that's that a lot of anxiety. A, that would be the first red flag for me. Right? Um, there's that's too much sad. going on. There's just too much to yeah. pay attention to, especially as a newbie. It's like you're being thrown into the into a, a feeding frenzy of sharks. Right? Well, not only that, but like I mean. I have yet to meet someone in this lifestyle that is like 100%. My body is the most amazing thing. Worship it like a temple. None of us are like that. I mean, everybody has anxieties about how they look. And I would think that the first time you're going to get down and dirty being in a club, that would be rough. Like, I I couldn't do it. I would struggle. If my first lifestyle experience had been at a club, I probably wouldn't be in it because I'd have been like, run for the hills right because it's, yeah, it's I mean, nerve-wracking well i mean not only that but you you could have random people come up and watch you or random people come up and touch you right or i join. mean if you're not yeah i mean if you're yeah. not experienced enough to know that those kind of things can happen mm-hmm. or you know that those things can happen and mm-hmm. then you're trying to have your first experience at a club yeah i think that would be a tough one right yeah. now for those of you who who may be listening who the clubs that that Julie and I have been to, it's pretty much anything goes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, there we've been to certain events where, you know, there are bedrooms, but you can there's a door. Mm-hmm. Um, but at some clubs, there's no doors. It's just pretty it's much open. Every, it's open. Yeah, it's open play. It's yeah, and, and that can be really fun if you're if you've been in the lifestyle a while and you're comfortable with yourself and you're comfortable with your partner, you're comfortable with your boundaries, you know. Well, and if you enjoy a little bit of exhibitionism as well. Right, exactly. It depends on all those things. So that's a lot in that scenario. But I mean, getting back to, so this, this particular person's question revolved around him not being able to perform at a club. Correct. But I can tell you that I personally have been with multiple men who over the course of my, you know, career in in and E and is it a career? Is it a career? I don't know. As I think is like I it's think the correct terminology experience. is. I think the cor- correct terminology is, is as you've been in the lifestyle. Okay, we'll go with that. Yeah, that makes it sound less like a resume. <laughs> That's a whole other question. <laughs> so in my experience in the lifestyle there have been several times that especially the first time you're with someone that it's hard you know that you don't know usually it's not (laughs) you made it funny (laughs) (laughs) and that's okay right that is really okay i think as a as a woman if that happens with a male partner that i'm with the most important thing to remember is that and this has come up for me so many times every guy will think Oh my God, she's going to think I'm not into her because I'm not hard. Well, I think we've talked about this a little bit before in some other shows, but I think the biggest thing too is I think guys just forget that we have, you know, 
we have things that weigh on our mind as well, mm-hmm. you know, and it could have been a situation at work. It could have been, you know, a situation that came at up home. with at, with at home or with a family member or a friend or something, mm-hmm. you know, uh, could be a problem with the car or, you know, oh my gosh, I got this unexpected bill. You know, I mean, it, there's a plethora of things that could come up and crop up that could just be sitting in the back of your mind that don't really know. I don't know why I'm not working tonight, but right? for some reason, I'm not working tonight. Absolutely. And I think that's one of the things, as as a new couple, I can't even imagine trying to go to a club and play. No, that would be rough. It'd be, I mean, you know, I, I don't know that I would find it super comfortable. I mean, I... I don't know that I would want to go and I'm Well, not... I mean, think back to it. Think back to that very first time that I took you to a meet and greet when we first met. We we hadn't even been together that long. Right. And can you imagine how that experience would have been if that had been a club instead of a coffee shop? Yeah. I would have needed some kind of apparatus or something. You would have needed a Xanax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's well, be honest. Uh, yeah, baby. I mean, and that's fine. I, I mean, that's fine. But Aww, I mean, I'm teasing you though. I mean, I, I know I, I am, but I'm not because I know how nervous you get. Yeah, and that's okay. It really is because once you're in your zone, it's all good. Right. But I think that a lot of men. I think a lot of men are like that. Well, I think it's. I think it's. Uh, it's a lot of pressure to perform. Well, it's because we see porn, right? Well, I don't like think porn it's... perfection, and then everybody thinks they have to be like that. Well, I think it's more than that. I think that there is an expectation, right? Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You know, there's an expectation of like, okay, I have to perform. Yes. I have to be this crazy, amazing lover that she, you know. Don Juan himself, baby. Yeah. See. Right? Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I think I think that in the lifestyle, there's pressure for men to be able to perform under any any mm-hmm. conditions. And I think it's just like in the lifestyle too, it's expected that your female partner is going to be bi. And we've covered this too. Oh, I know. We've talked about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah that's just that. like a that's like circus monkey thing. Yeah. So, but, so here's the thing. I think for this particular couple, all right, I think one, don't play at the club. Go to a hotel. You have a little bit more privacy. Flirt at the, flirt at the club. Flirt at the flirt club. Flirt and be fun. And then take it, take play to an, a location that you can control the environment. Right. You don't have anybody walking up to you. You don't have any, you don't have to worry about uh, ex, being an exhibitionist. You don't have to worry about all the lights and distractions and everything else that's oh going on around you. There's so much going on in those places sometimes. I mean, you you got to think there's like dark lighting and lots of people and in and out. And there's usually like people dancing sometimes there's um like a pole like somebody will be doing like a tease on a pole like a strip tease or something on a on like a pole and then you there's like a million things going on it's so distracting and it's usually really loud music right and so you can't hear very well it's just like it's a whole snowball yeah i mean if you're comfortable i mean i think if you've been in the lifestyle a while and you know kind of your boundaries and what you you're comfortable with or you know you want to explore then that's something completely different i mean look at us we have not actually played in a club yet Mm -mm. not not full-on julie got naked (laughs) and played in a club right (laughs) not completely not completely so i think for this couple I think that the biggest thing is to take it outside the club. Mm-hmm. Don't drink too much. 
Yes. Um, you know, practice. Uh, there was another suggestion on there, with, which would, I, when Julie and I both thought it was a great thing, is, you know, practice using condoms at home. Yeah. So you're comfortable with putting them on quickly mm-hmm. and you are comfortable with them on. Mm-hmm. And and I got to say to the to the to the ladies out there, there is an amazing way to make that sexy putting one on. If you get into it a little bit and a little eye contact and a little bit of slow movements, you can absolutely take that moment and make it pretty erotic. You really can if you try. And it's good. So it doesn't have to be the, oh, we have to stop for a condom. It's the, mm, baby, let me put this on you. It can be good. I, I'm, I'm willing. I'm almost like, let's stop the podcast. <laughs> Especially the way you're looking at me. Goodness. I know, right? <laughs> Is it hot in here, Matt? I need a drink. <laughs> it can be really good. You just have to... It's just like anything else. You just put a little bit of thought into it. Yeah. So what, what kind of advice can we give to these these couple? I would say take it away from the club first. Don't let your first experience be at a club. Take it take it to neutral ground or to comfortable ground. I mean, you don't have to take it to your home if you're not ready for that. But definitely a hotel room or another scenario where you don't feel so threatened right. and so exposed. Because yeah. I think that... It, that crazy exposure is really hard. Sure. Um, so I would I would start there. I would always caution everyone to be careful how much they drink because that can be a rough one. Um, and two, you know, if it's a mental block, get it out of your head that I feel like the mental block is really about communication with your partner before you go. Get it out of your head that it's cheating. Get it out of your head that your partner doesn't know what you're doing or, oh my God, I'm, I'm with another woman and I shouldn't be. Those things need to be, talk about those things before you go, because then you'll know where you're at in your relationship. You'll know where your partner's at and it can make it a lot smoother and a lot easier. So make sure that you have those conversations before you go. Absolutely. And that will help a lot. I, I do think a lot of times with, with men, it, it is all in their head. And, and even with me, like I've struggled before, there have been times when I struggled to get into it and it was because something was mentally bothering me. Like there was something going on outside of play that was like on my mind and it was hard for me to have my head in the game and to be focused on that. So I would say that going in with a really good headspace is important. Mm -hmm. So, because that can just totally mess you up. Yeah, I mean, it certainly can. I, I think, as I mentioned earlier, you know, you, you know, men can have that same thing where we get just kind of wrapped around uh, the axle, so to speak, and right. don't don't realize it's bothering us, but it actually is. Heck yeah. So, all right, Matt, what is our next question on the list? Well, our next question is the wife of this particular couple is feeling rejected. Oh. So she feels she wants to enter the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want to enter the lifestyle. Okay. They posted uh, in a local uh, community, mm-hmm. uh, I guess on, on the internet, mm-hmm. and they really didn't get a lot of bites. Mm-hmm. And she said she was fully clothed. She's not into girls at all. And she th- she's thinking that could be part of it. 
So she's a straight... Bisexuality is not a requirement. No, it's certainly not. And then she wants to... She feels super rejected. And they're just kind of looking looking for advice on where to go and what to do about things. So, um, okay, let me synopsis up. So this is a couple that is getting into the lifestyle. They've put a profile online, but they haven't gotten many responses. Correct. And the wife feels like they're being rejected or not being contacted because she's not bisexual. Right. And they didn't put any like super revealing, super sexy okay. well, I pictures mean, up there. So for the most part, for us, our profiles don't have like crazy... You don't see anything on Julie that you wouldn't see at the pool. Right. Every one of my pictures online wow. is no more review. No, okay. Of our non-restricted ones. So there are some like <laughs> super sexy panty ones. But... There are, but that still covers the same thing a bikini would cover. This is true. It is in the connotation. Right. It really is. Everything I have online is exactly the same thing. You would see no more of me than you would see in a bikini at the pool. It really depends on the connotation of the picture. If right. I am looking into the camera with a come fuck me now look. Sure. That's going to go a lot further, even though I'm still wearing a bra and panties. Well, I mean. I'm, you don't have to be naked. I understand that. But but most profiles online don't have people's faces. True. So for, I think, too, though, for me personally, for me, I think that less is more. I know. You like the mystery. I do. I mean, I don't need to see, I don't need to see full on, I'm not saying that I don't enjoy it, but I don't, I mean, I, I like the mystery of discovering a woman. Absolutely. I like to see with a guy. So often when I, especially lately with like, I've been trying to branch out and look for a secondary relationship, mm -hmm. um, I get a lot of, do you want a dick pic? And I'm like, not especially. Right. I don't really need it because it's not really going to do a whole lot for me. I don't really care about the size of your package. I really care more about what kind of lover you are. It's such a big deal to me. Like, if you are you skilled? Are you a good lover? Okay. Then, you know what? Size isn't really that big a deal to me. It's not. You can make me come with your pinky if you know what you're doing. So, that's important to me. But I think that uh, going back to this to this particular situation, I would tell her that that's not... Not to be down on herself because she feels like, what does she feel like? She's prudish because she's not bisexual and she's not showing her tits online. Right. That's unfair. It is unfair. And I think, I think the big thing to remember here is that in the lifestyle, you will meet people that you will connect with. Yes, absolutely. I mean, the number of, of people in open relationships or ethically non-monogamous relationships continues to grow mm -hmm. um there seems to be more and more people out there you know it's just a matter of giving it some time yes and give it time and don't don't change your boundaries or your desires to try to meet something else because you'll be unhappy exactly don't Stick change your yourself guns. don't change who you yeah. are to suit somebody else. And we've learned that lesson. Yes. The hard way, I feel like. So, yeah, we tried that. And then we had to go back to who we really were because we were bending over backwards to try to make this one particular couple happy. And it would not have mattered. They, right. We wanted it to work out. And we were, you were into the wife. I was into the husband. It was all good. But in the end, it didn't work. 
Yeah. And, I mean, and that happens. Right. I mean, it's and, just we, like, and we had to be the ones to say, we're sorry. Yeah. And that was hard. It was. And I, I think that's the important thing, too, is to kind of stick, stay true to who you are. Mm-hmm. Stay true to who you want to be. Yes. Um, in this lifestyle, because it's, it's your life. You get to choose what path that you take. Mm-hmm. And it's not just, oh, well, we just met this couple, and while they're not great, uh, you know, it's okay. We'll go ahead and do this. It's the first thing we've come across, sir. You, because you think, oh, we'll never meet anyone else. And it's so untrue. Right. It's so untrue. No, I mean, there. granted, there may be some people out there, and I don't know about this particular couple or not, but I mean, maybe they're in a really small town, right? And they've got to drive three or four hours to meet somebody. No, that's, that's a possibility, too. That's sucky, but it happens. It does. Mm-hmm. But you know what? There's probably couples in other little small towns around mm-hmm. or in your small town that just are kind of like, Shh. Right. I would caution this couple to, to not give in so easily yeah. to stick it out and wait for the right thing. Yeah. I mean, wait it, for the, the people that you connect with that are comfortable with the same things you are. And I would definitely tell the wife that it is not your fault. Your sexuality is what it is. Right. You should not have to be anything that you're not to be sexier or more desirable to someone else. That is that is so wrong. You should be exactly who you are. And there will be the right couple that comes along for them. Absolutely. Maybe try and the other thing too is maybe try a different try a different website. Yeah, try a different platform, try a different uh even so much like online, go to I mean, okay, COVID COVID willing here because right now everybody's Sure. It's just sucky. But when COVID's over, <laughs> yeah, when I mean, if, <laughs> yeah. go to meet and greets, go to clubs, try different venues and different platforms for reaching out to people. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. I think that's great advice. And yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I think that that's very important is to keep options open. For to sure. To keep, you know, don't let one bad experience it's like the old cliche, uh, don't let, you know, one bad apple can ruin the bunch. And that's not right. necessarily true in this. There's good stuff to be had. Absolutely. Here's a question. Oh, are we moving on to the next one? We are moving on to the next one. Here we go, people. Are you ready for the next one? Can you still see lifestyle friends without having sex? I don't understand the question. Can you still be <laughs> friends with someone no. in the lifestyle without having sex? You want me to be vanilla friends with somebody that I want to fuck? Well, say you you've had them you've you've had sex with them already. Oh, well, we're talking about after. Uh, yeah, let's. Talk so about... okay, so you meet a couple, you play with them. And then you find out you're not into it, and you just want to be friends afterwards, but you want to maintain that friendship? Yeah. Ooh. That's rough. Well, I mean, okay, let's say let's say the expectation of one of the partners is every time you meet up, you guys have sex. I'm confused. Okay. Let's say we went out with a couple. Okay. All right. Every time that we, we hooked up with a couple, we played with them. Mm-hmm. Everything was great. We got along great with them. Mm-hmm. All right. The next time we get together, the wife is expecting play with me. Right. And the husband is just expecting to have drinks with you. He doesn't want to sleep with me? Not this time. Maybe he's just not feeling it right now. But 
I think the question more is leading up to, do you have to play with your lifestyle friends every time you meet them? Oh, no. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I thought I, I got confused by the question. I think you did oh. really get confused. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. No, that's, I don't want to do that. Okay. That, yes, I can understand that because not everybody's into sex every time you want to play. I mean, sometimes you get together and it's just, I mean, this has happened to us. We have friends that we get together with and sometimes it's, um, crazy quad play sometimes it's branching off into you know separate rooms and sometimes we get together and we literally have like a barbecue with other friends or a game night or yeah fam their families involved or our families involved or you know like there's all kinds of scenarios there so i think that it depends on the couple like it certainly does is it a close couple that you are integrated that way because if you're friends then yeah. your friends should be able to understand hey right i just want to hang out with you and talk to you and get to know you more absolutely or, and and, and if, i think too that if you're friends beyond just sex then i would invite i mean we have lifestyle of friends that i would invite to vanilla gatherings with our other friends sure and it's not and we have and we have yeah we totally have we've integrated people before and it's gone well i mean it was a little nerve-wracking first couple times sure you know like is this gonna work are they gonna what are we gonna talk about <laughs> no i mean but it, do, but it, it does works. work it does yeah. work i mean I, you know i think i think being in the lifestyle that people kind of have the wherewithal to not understand that you know hey you can't blurt out that god i'd really love to bend you over the kitchen table right now yeah yeah, and thankfully we're we're um our friends that we that well one particular couple I'm thinking of um they have more couth than that right yes they would be okay they would yeah they're, it's all good although after all the vanilla people go home then yeah the kitchen table oh all, all why do you think I bought the one I did baby well I'm telling you Amish what, built all the way I I'm telling you right now it's got some. It's right. It, yeah. Hell yeah, it does. Wow. The donk a donk. <laughs> I don't know this the donk a donk you keep referring to, but I mean, I'll be happy to show you after. <laughs> yeah. The kitchen table is good. The kitchen table is good, and it doesn't get near enough of a workout. You're right. I was just thinking that. Well, does. the next time we have a a gathering. There we go. Buffet time. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. All I'm right. What's next? Next. <laughs> I'm turning red. Oh, here's a quick question. I think we've covered this. I thought we covered this the last podcast, but we'll revisit it. What is the male equivalent to a unicorn? Oh, we know this now. Bluefish. It's a bluefish. Correct. Right? It's not a, it's not any of the things that we thought it was, which was like a minotaur and like, a centaur, and we were thinking all kinds of crazy shit. And I don't know. I mean, I I still don't know what a bluefish is, and I I still think that's a stupid name. But, um, like I feel like that's very demasculating. Nobody wants to be a fish. I don't want to be a fish. I don't right. even like fish. I mean, I like dead fish on my plate, but I don't like any live <laughs> fish. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh, I, I don't know if we've addressed, we've addressed this a little bit, and I, I mean, in past podcast. So, single males in the lifestyle. 
Mm. What do you think about that? Well, that depends. I mean, this goes to the whole bluefish thing. This is a good. This is a good follow up. Some single men in a lifestyle is amazing. Okay, you're looking at the woman who adores like threesomes that are male, female, male. So, yeah, okay, it's a good thing. But some single men are super aggressive, and some are respectful. It, it just really depends on the guy. And I think that the problem is that all single men end up with the same stamp, right? They all get lumped under one category. Mm-hmm. And so if you're amazing, it's really hard for you to stand out because there's a whole category of douchebags behind you. Right. So, And I think, the, I think for guys that are actually on the up and up and, you know, right. respectful and all the things that go along with, with what women perceive as right. a, a decent guy are one in a hundred. It's hard to find. So I think it. I think there are decent bluefish out there. Yes, I think so too. I think that the other 99 give that one gentleman a very difficult time to break into the lifestyle. But it's one of those things that it just takes time to find the right person or a right couple that allows you entrance into the lifestyle. Right. That is the hard thing. Yeah. And we've met some that have been most meh, but then a few that have been like, ooh, maybe. But yeah, that is a hard thing. Yeah. So definitely. And it's hard to find, for me, it's hard to find someone who I, not that I'm comfortable, but that I know that's going to treat you well. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Yeah, because there's so many guys out there who are just so aggressive. Right. It's all alpha male stuff, which is kind of a turnoff to me. I mean, I like a guy who's strong and sexy and smart, but that whole, I'm an alpha, I have to be better than anyone, I have to be the best, is kind of like douchebaggy. Then join the army. Right? Yeah. That's, Yeah. I don't know. It's it's kind of a turnoff because yeah, it, it ends up being... Yeah, nothing against anybody who is in the service by any means or, or who has served. Right. I and we just, appreciate everyone who has. It absolutely. Just, it's, a, it's a mentality of, if you want to be the best of the best, it's great. Please be the best of the best in our military where we need it. But we don't need that kind of competition on a more intimate level. No. Right? There's, there's plenty of couples out there. There's plenty of people in the lifestyle. Everybody is going to find somebody that they click with and right. mesh up with and just harmonize with. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So Awesome. For you single males out there, don't give up. Just be respectful. Mm-hmm. So this kind of leads into another question, okay? Okay. Hit me. Hit me. So I'm ready. When your partner... And you are not on the same page. All right. The partner, the husband wants to get back into the lifestyle. They've been in the lifestyle before. In mm-hmm. one, one form or another, before he met his wife, he has always had a very positive experience with it. And let me guess. The wife doesn't want to get in it. Yeah. The wife doesn't want to get into it. Mm. Well, you can't talk somebody into something. That's for damn sure. This is very true. And I, you, you can't. You know, you can do your best to talk talk them into. You can talk about the attributes and how great it is. 
I don't know if it's even the attributes so much. I think it's just someone, some people are just monogamous people. Yes. Oh, I totally believe that. Right. Totally believe that. And you've had that. That's come up recently for me. Very recently for me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, So so, to, to let our listeners know really quick, I have been on the prowl. For like a, I guess is a good word. <laughs> for a secondary relationship. I had one. And that ended. And so um, I have been looking for an amazing secondary to kind of um, round out how I typically have my romantic encounters. And um, it's been difficult. Is really more, there have been a lot of first dates. <laughs> I think at this point, Matt is like, and who is the flavor of the week, Julie? <laughs> well, it's not only that. I just I just start naming names. I know. And then I, and she's like, no, not that one. No, not that one. Not that no, one either. No. no, he's done. Yeah. Uh, I don't know anybody by that name. I know. <laughs> and it makes me feel so shallow. I don't think it's shallow at all. I but think it's, it's just... hard. Like, it has to be the right mesh up. And so I did meet someone that I really, really thought was going to be amazing. And I really thought was going to work out perfectly. And now I'm realizing that there are a just truckload of, and when I say truckload, I mean, like, we're talking monster truck. I don't know what the biggest thing that was like. A, a, like, a, what, like a tractor a, trailer. A, I was thinking like, Okay, well, when I think of trucks, I think of like Ford trucks. I don't know why my head thinks in Ford, but I was thinking like the the F three fifty extended cab long bed, uh, the giant thing that fits into two parking places because it doesn't fit into one kind of thing. That kind of truckload of drama. Drama. You amaze me sometimes. Yeah. That you can rattle all that stuff off about a vehicle. I know, right? And then sometimes you look at me and you're like, you know. What's a Prius? <laughs> right. I know. I know. It's all experience. <laughs> I, it just, I, I'm, I'm sorry. She has me baffled at the moment. <laughs> it's oh, that. Man. It's why I'm good at trivia. Because I'm just a plethora of useless knowledge. Well, I, not only that. I mean, it's it's just that you are super smart, and sometimes Some days. Just, sometimes I'm just like I, I'm baffled by the fact that you can rattle all that off, but you can't figure out which way to turn. Sometimes, <laughs> like turn left. You're Wait a minute, right. which one's left? <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. I know I'm bubblehead sometimes. <laughs> I just. I, it just it's amazing to me. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's it's just uh, that is a that is a quandary for me occasionally. Mm-hmm. Sorry, darling. <laughs> no, it's quite all right. Mm. So this is going to lead us into our next question. So, how do you keep new connections? I mean, how do you maintain those connections with people that you have just met? Like, let's say you met them at a meet and greet or you met them in an event and you're just like, hey, you know, you guys are great. Maybe you guys made out a little bit. Maybe you guys even played. But how do you keep the ball? Oh, how do you keep the romance alive? Right. Oh, bong chicka bong bong. Yeah. (laughs) 
Can you say that again? <laughs> nope. <laughs> that is a hard one, though. I thought it was... Yeah, I'm not as good at that as you are. <laughs> that is a hard one. Yeah. So... I mean, do, you feel like, do you feel like we have played with some people and then just kind of like... It went kind of... Yeah. But yeah, we didn't keep it alive. We did. Yeah, we've done that. We've fallen apart. We've played with people and then fallen apart. We've gone out on amazing first dates, I yeah. guess you could say, that were like, oh my God, these guys are great. But then like something just didn't click and it just fell apart. That's happened to us. Yeah, well, we got naked and it was just like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it happens. Um, yeah, I felt like it was like a. <laughs> <laughs> You're so good at those. I'm so bad. (laughs) But I do think that, so I would say, like, I'm not a constant texter. I know a lot of couples, like, get into, like, group text and, like, everyone's, like, chatting on there and, and, and being sexy and, like, being flirty and stuff. And I can get into that a little bit, but most of the time I, I just, I don't, I don't have the time. To like, who has the kind? Who has the time to be sitting on their phone for like an hour, like sexy chatting? I'm thinking I've got, I've got so much to do. I don't have to, I don't have this kind of time. And then my head's not in the game when people are doing that, you know, because we've run into that where well, that happens to me all the time, right? Like, yeah, like I'm busy mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, and I don't have time to I don't have time to to do right. that. And we don't have like I know there are some couples we meet. That both work full-time jobs, and then they have littles. Yeah. They've got, like, four, five, six, ten-year-old kids. I mean, I know that was random, but, yeah, they've got littles. I think anything under the age of, like, self-sufficiently teenager is a little to me. And so... (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that was a big difference. I don't have kids. I I I don't have kids. I don't know about this stuff. I have a beagle. (laughs) Here's the beagle. I think anybody, any, any, any child under the age of like, you know, 13, 14, mm-hmm. who can't take care of themselves, like you said, right, um, on their own, yeah. are considered, you know, little. They're like littles. And yeah. so people who have that and full-time jobs, man, they're struggling. They don't have, they don't have an hour to sit and flirt, chat. No. And so. And I think that's what's difficult for me is I, I, I try to get on some group chats with some with you know a couple or yeah. whatever and it's just like i don't have time i know the there have been times before when you're like you've called me and you've been like okay julie i'm 38 text messages behind. I, yeah, there, was that, <laughs> there was the one day and i'm like it's like you know, can you like, just give me the synopsis yeah <laughs> cliff notes. what happened <laughs> cliff notes but i i feel for people because keeping the romance alive after an encounter can be hard. It can. It, yeah. It's really difficult. It is. And you wouldn't think it would be, but it's not the same as like when you are a single person and you're dating and stuff and like that kind of romance, you're when you're in each other's pocket and you are texting and talking all the time, finding that, finding the time to do those things and finding that integration can be really hard. Right. I think that setting so, expectations ahead of time will help with that though. Well, I think that's a very good, very good point to make is that for me, I kind of let people know right up front, I'm way better if we sit down across from one another and talk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Matt's not a texter. I, I mean, I am to an extent, but I'm not going to sit there and have, you know, 
hours of conversation. Hours of conversation. I'll send a quick message. And if you reply, great. I'll send, you know, hey, I'll reply to your message. And then I'll probably tell you, hey, you know what? I got to go. Mm-hmm. Or I'll catch up with you later. Right. You know, yeah. like I'm busy today. I'll just let you so, know. If you're trying to keep the romance alive and you've met a couple and it worked out good and then you want to keep that momentum going, I would, even if you can't get together, because not everybody can get together because kids, life, jobs, everything else, right? Sure. But, you know, like set up time. We've done this before where we've set time. Hey, let's all try to be chatting, texting, whatever around eight o'clock tonight well not only that but it's just like i've set up time separately with Mm -hmm. people like hey i'm trying to communicate with the the female partner Mm -hmm. and i'm just like hey i'm i'm actually got a window of time Mm -hmm. at you know eight o'clock yeah exactly if you want to chat and you can so that sounds so choreographed but the great thing about that and this is what one of the things I think personally for me in this lifestyle that keeps the romance going for me, it's absolutely about anticipation. Yeah. I fucking love anticipation. Well, that's a big thing for it's you. It's amazing. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, a huge thing mm-hmm. for you. So, Looking forward is amazing. Well, I think too, though, I think too is trying to, if, if there, if you know there's going to be, you know, two weeks or three weeks or however long your time period is before you, before you're able to see, you know, your couple again, mm-hmm. I think the big thing is to say, okay, what do you guys need from us? Don't be afraid to ask those questions either. Mm-hmm. You know, do you do you want to text every day? Do you, do you mean to tell you, hey, good morning, mm-hmm. um, or just a random text? You know, what do you need from us? To feel, still feel connected. Right. And I, I mean, it's, there's no shame in asking that question because what one couple may need, the other couple may not. Right. You right. Know, hey, we need, just check in with us whenever you can. Mm-hmm. You know, the other couple, the other, another couple may be like, hey, you know, we, we just want to say good morning every morning and mm-hmm. good night before we go to bed. Right. And Everyone has different uh, levels of, of contact that they need. And I think that really has a lot to do with individual um, security or insecurity, I think that that can kind of really come into play there. Yeah, I I'm th- gonna I'm gonna be very general here, if you let me, and say that most people in the lifestyle are very open and they're very accepting. Typically, yeah. Typically, I think so. I mean, we've come across some people who have been a little more narrow than others, but it's rare. I think just reserved. Yeah, well, I mean, I. It, Depending on their job and where they're at and where, I mean, you know, maybe they enjoy the lifestyle, but they're not really want to be super open about the lifestyle. Right. It just depends. It it does depend. But I feel like, oh my goodness, I feel like this, sometimes I feel like talking about the lifestyle is like talking about economics because every fucking thing is it depends. It's always it depends. Well, I think, and this is (laughs) what you're very correct. And it does. For all the economics majors out there. (laughs) <laughs> well, I, I think, too, is that, you know, every couple's different. And, uh, you know, we kind of harp on this a lot mm-hmm. uh, throughout our podcast. But, you know, communication is key. It is. If you don't communicate and ask questions mm-hmm. of your partners of what they need and what they expect, you can't just go in and start playing with people without going knowing, hey, you know what? I don't like anal. Right. 
don't don't go there with even me. random hookups e- even random... even even those should have these conversations first sure absolutely yeah i mean we have those conversations like hey do you guys have any boundaries mm-hmm. no we don't play in the same room i or... love it when we ask a couple what are your boundaries and they say we don't have any and i'm like really so i can just like tie you up and get out all my little instruments of uh pleasure and go at it anything You're oh okay no 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 it? no 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 that's not what we mean exactly then you have boundaries everybody has boundaries Ab- absolutely right? i have boundaries you have boundaries absolutely i so. think that's hysterical though when when you get it when you come across a new couple or sometimes even a couple that's been in a while mm-hmm. and we ask that question because that's Pretty much one of the first questions that well, if Matt we get and to I, that point, yeah. yeah, we will ask pretty early on. Yeah, is what are your boundaries? Because we've cut, we have decided. Well, I mean, with experience, we have found out that there are boundaries that don't work for us. Right. And so when we come across those, we're like, "Hey, we appreciate that you shared with us, and we're sorry, but this your boundary isn't going to work for us." Right. And, and that's okay. Sure. You shouldn't change who you are, and we don't want to change who we are. Absolutely not. So we have found that. It's rare, but we've found it. Mm-hmm. So. Well, Julie, I think that is going to wind down our conversation. Oh, for Is random Reddit night over already? Random Reddit night is winding down. Wow. Do you have anything else you would like to say to our listeners before we go? I think that our listeners should all chime in on the on the blog because I do post a blog. In case you guys didn't know, you're probably tired of hearing about my blog, but come on, post on my damn blog. <laughs> so, <laughs> post wow. some questions. We would love to address your questions. We we enjoy giving our two cents for what it's worth. So until next time. I'm Julie. And I'm Matt. Thank you for listening to American Polly. If you enjoy this podcast, please like and subscribe. And you can also support us on our website at American-Polly.com.